much more freedom over the schedule. Oh, and that's yeah. the best part about this whole thing. That is priceless to me. Just because we have four kids. We like to do activities. We like to hang out with our friends. We like to go do things like that. So having control over the schedule is top tier for me. I wouldn't trade that again for Yeah. Anything. Welcome to the By the Stream Media Podcast. I'm Matt Butcher. And today I'm joined by Jaron and Megan Yarbrough. Uh, Jaron is the owner of TX Curbing, and Megan is the owner of South 40 Metalworks. Yes. All right. That's a lot for me to remember. Normally, I just have to remember one person. Today, we have two, and that's on purpose because they're married, and they both have businesses and kids and life, and so, um, yeah, they're very um, ambitious, I would say, <laughs> I feel like y'all are a very ambitious couple. So that's what I kind of want to talk about today is just those ambitions and all the, the things um, that y'all have done together. So tell me a little bit just about who you are. Uh, what is life like on the daily for you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Jaron and uh, life on the daily for us revolves around children first off and then doing bids for customers or anything the business requires is um, this all at your house yeah so we both run our businesses out of our house okay yeah. so that's a good thing um i think right now it's pretty flexible that way you don't have to go spend time in another space although i think we would get more done yeah yeah <laughs> but uh we're not there yet so yeah okay. we both run the businesses out of our house my business only takes a truck and a trailer so it's mobile okay um her business is not. So right. She does her business out of our garage or will once we get it all moved in. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So we wake up, uh, get the kids ready. They do, Megan homeschools. Okay. So I usually like to go to the gym, come home, um, cook breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then that time when we're waking the children up, we drink some coffee together have some time together before the craziness starts because once you wake four children up it uh it's over yeah. it's done yeah. Over. yeah it's done and we have an equal mix of morning children and non-morning children so <laughs> okay. the 50 yeah. percent that wants to stay sleeping gets riled up by the other 50 percent that is excited for the day yeah so do you turn the the that one fifty percent on the other ones that aren't getting up? Sometimes like go, go get your brother up. Absolutely, go annoy him until he's yeah. up. One hundred percent. Yes. Now I will say we've stopped doing that because that makes the latter half of the fifty percent very cranky. Uh huh. And then yeah. schooling that is right. just not. Then you got to deal with that the rest of the day. Yeah. So I we try you. to you try to let the first two wake up, yeah. be a little happy, yeah, be super excited for a brand new day. All these two slowly wake up and acclimate to the new yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. So if you're homeschooling all day, when do you have time to do the metalworks? Oh, I don't sleep. Oh, you don't sleep? <laughs> no. No, I don't need sleep. So it's kids by day and metal by night. Well, kind of. So um, we are very structured, very okay. scheduled. Um, wake up, do school. That's one of the great things about homeschool is we can get everything done within a few hours. So okay. all the classes, all our subjects. Um, and we, ha I have uh, the babysitter come in the afternoon. And so she helps me a lot. And so I pretty much 
wake up, homeschool the whole morning. We have lunch. And then I do computer work right after lunch, which is a big part of my job. And then when she comes in the afternoon is when I leave and go do my cutting. Okay. So we kind of have it structured. And then yeah. we can't wait till dad comes home and is ready to take over. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So when do you normally, is your day normally like nine to five or? No, it, uh, so the thing about concrete is uh, once you start something, you kind of have to get to a good stopping point or finish it. Right. Because once you stop um, all the equipment that I use, if I let the concrete harden in it, then I have to chip it all out, okay. which I have to do at the end of the day anyway. Yes. So I would rather not do that. Yeah. Uh, then I generate twice as much waste. Yeah. And it takes longer a longer time. Yeah. No, um, that makes sense. So we, I try to schedule my days where... We lay a certain number of feet, uh, just something that's not insane, mm -hmm. but something we can manage depending on the projects we have, really. Right. Um, and so usually I start, I leave the house probably at 7.45, go get materials, and then meet my guy at wherever we're working that day, whatever house we're at. And then we usually get started. I try to get done by 2 or 3. Mm-hmm. Just because there's so much work to do after right. cleaning everything All the up. Cleanup. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some days are 7 9 o'clock at night, I'm rolling in just because things happen. Yeah. But that's not every day. So the longer that I do this, the more that I'm able to kind of see what needs to happen, right? Like anything else, the longer you do it, the better you get. So I can plan a lot better now than when I first started. Okay. Which is good for our structure. Yes. So she can kind of depend that I'm going to be home at 5, 5.30 or 6, something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's important, too, if you're yeah, at home with the kids all day and then you, yeah. you need to know when he's going to be home. And yeah. yeah. I know that's hard just having a media business because it's always different. I mean, yes. lo last night I w we were doing a shoot until 8, and then it, we had to, like, clean up and get stuff done, and I didn't get home till like, 10. You know, right. so it's like some days are, are weird, like just a couple of weeks ago or no, this week. Wow. Feels longer. <laughs> it's been a long week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was out of town and, and having to do stuff and getting up at four in the morning. And, you know, it, so my job's all over the place that I know my wife is very flexible. Thank God. Yeah. And <laughs> very understanding in work and that kind of stuff. But I understand if you're both having a job, you know, whose job comes first? That can kind of get tricky, yeah. too. It's like, I got this. Well, I got this. And you know what's funny is I feel like that was more of a struggle when we weren't self-employed mm -hmm. with our businesses than it is now. Because, okay. you know, we do have the fringe hours. Like, you can, we can, I can go out there and work, not you so much. No. But I can go out there and work, you know, when he gets home at A until whenever I finish if I need to. Now, that's definitely not ideal. Yeah. But it's possible. But when we were both, you know, having to be places from said time to said time and then the school calls because so-and-so sick, it's like, well, you know, you do it. He's like, no, you do it. Well, I only have so many days left. Well, I can't, you know, and then it becomes this real, I feel like my job, your job, you're not helping this type of thing. Whereas yeah. now, you know, you can't go lay concrete at 10 at night, but no. At least one of our jobs isn't as yeah. stringent. So I feel like there's a lot more ease 
now than there was. There's more freedom over the schedule. Oh, and that's yeah. the best part about this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is priceless to me. Yeah. Just because we have four kids and Right. You know, we like to we like to do activities, we like to hang out with our friends, we like to go do um things like that. So having control over the schedule is is top tier for me. I wouldn't trade that again for anything. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes a big difference. Just to give some context, what we did before is I was a state trooper and she was a teacher. Oh. And so okay. it was very those are set schedules. Yeah. Other people's schedules. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You when yes. you be somewhere. Yeah. So it'd be one of those things that kid gets sick and she's like, I don't have any more days left. And I'm like, well, I'm, I just arrested two people. Well, what do you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I throw the I'm kids sorry. in the car in the back with <laughs> yeah. them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What to like, do. I'm, yeah. I don't know what to do here. So that yeah. was difficult. Yeah. It was way more difficult. And then, you know, not only have you, he's worked a, 10 or 12 hour shift I've spent an entire day with a ton of children and then we pick up or get our own children and then we go home right and we do more homework more school more chores and then you see the kids and that was the biggest struggle for me is I loved the kids I taught and I love spending time with them but at the same time I wanted to spend time with my own children right but I'm children out right for at least an hour when I yeah. get home especially if you're going to be teaching yeah like you don't want to teach again yeah. yeah and then you know I'm like okay can y'all just do your homework yourself like leave mom alone for an hour yeah well, of course they don't do that right and so then by the time oh well now it's 7 30 or 8 now it's time for bed and it's like we saw them on the weekend yeah and the schedule hard. was a big the homeschool schedule was another big draw most people would think, you know, oh my goodness, doesn't that make your life harder homeschooling your children than sending them to school? And truthfully, it doesn't because I know they're not going to have a ton of homework. I have spent good quality time with them mm-hmm. already during school. And then we can gauge it around. Like if I have a customer that needs a piece done by the end of the day, then I just flip our schedule. Yeah. You know, we do school in the afternoon after I got, I have the piece done and then I work in the morning and we, everyone's still happy um, and it works out great, but we just see our children so much more. That was really uh, hard because I mean, they would go to school and granted it's great for them and I'm happy that they're, you know, experiencing this, but I selfishly wanted to see them more, not just the weekends. Yeah, and I don't think that's selfish. Yeah. So <laughs> that's appropriate. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just worked out really great to where it's odd. And I don't think most people realize, but by homeschooling them, we see them more and it makes our life easier mm-hmm. versus and before when they were gone eight hours a day. Yeah. And like, you know, children are sponges, they pick up everything. Yeah. And so that's a more of, I would say that's definitely more of a burden on us, right? Because we're the ones they spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So they're going to see and do everything yeah. you do. Right. So, um, For better or worse. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But at the same point in time, you know, they would get home from school and the background of our children is they were, they had a rough early start. So yeah. they're Because? Because they were foster kids right. and we yeah. adopted them. Yes. Yeah. And so they had a, they had a rough go at the beginning, so they're not quite to where everybody else their peers are as far mm-hmm. as academics and reading and they do have some 
learning disabilities. So we were finding that Megan mostly was having to homeschool them for an hour and a half or two hours when they got home anyway, from school. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, just to get them caught up. Right. And so we're doing math facts and reading, and I'm like, and there was a lack of peace in our house just because everything was by the schedule. Hey, we got to yeah. get this done, got to get this done, got to get this done. And uh, so it was, it's, I would say it's not for everyone, but it works really well for us. It's definitely not for everyone. But yeah, and I was definitely one of those parents that was like, "Oh my gosh, no! I'll teach your kid. I'm not teaching my own kid." Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I just definitely was one of those things to where I think God laughs when we do that because right. we're like, "Oh no, you know, I would never do yeah. this." And mm. then it's like, "Oh yes, you will." Yes, and but thankfully, you know, He softened my heart and gave me a lot more patience. Mm-hmm. And now it's just one of those things that we love and is. Makes life easier. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we get to see our kids enjoy learning, right? Yeah. So they get excited about mm-hmm. what they've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's not a checklist now. You yeah, know, we still have things we have to get through, right? There's still things you have to learn, mm-hmm. but it's not so right. one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's not as stringent, so it allows for more creativity. Uh, like our eldest, uh, Wit, he had a. He wrote a story two days ago and was so excited. And this kid has dyslexia, has ADHD, can't stand to read, can't stand to write. His worst subject in school was reading and writing. Yeah. Because this, he doesn't like to do anything he's not good at. Right. Okay. He's well, very, he yeah, he, nobody <laughs> really does, but he's very competitive. He yeah. doesn't like to do stuff he's not mm-hmm. going to win at. Right. Okay. Um, And so he wrote his own story yesterday about some hero named Burger and his girlfriend and all the trials that they went through. Really? <laughs> yes. It was 10 chapters. Wow. But, I mean, for him, it was at least half a page of writing, which I told Jiren, had for I each. made an assignment and said, sit down and write me a story, we would have, we maybe would have gotten, you know, one half page. Yeah. But since he had the freedom and yeah. I just stayed completely out of it, I wasn't correcting spelling, grammar. Nothing. I was like, no, this is just something he wants to do. We're going to yeah. let him go with it. And it turned out great. And it was very comical. Um, you know, I, as an educator and a mother, yeah. naturally, you know, our child, we don't, we have those roads colored glasses a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to think that he is gifted and talented, but just meaning that he's one of those children that is more difficult to teach. You know, it doesn't (laughs) mean he's extra super smart. He just, his brain thinks in a different way. Right. And so that made this story 10 times more entertaining uh, when he wrote it. But, and also I think as far as schedules and homeschooling, we missed four years with wit of his life. Right. And then three years with two of our others and then a year with our youngest. And so I feel like, you know, we'll never get that time back. And I don't know if we're trying to get that time back, but I do think we're trying to maximize and capitalize on the amount of time we do get with them until they go off into the world and sure. be their own people. Yeah. So that's another hurt. Yeah, it was uh it was joyful to hear his story because he he uh he based the ten days he said, and on the first day, just like the Bible. Nice. And on the second day, and yeah. on the third day. That's awesome. I, so I was like, I caught that. I was like, yeah. okay, we're doing something right. Yeah. Right? We're, we're, he's we referencing have, the refer- Bible. Yes. Yeah. He's writing a story as Genesis was wrote. So that was, nice. uh, 
That's awesome. That was a little, that was cool. Jewish poem style. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, so what was the, the tipping point from, was it the sick kid when, when you were working and, and you were working these other jobs for other people and you had your set schedule, was it like the sick kid and you're like, I don't have any sick days. I just rested two people. Was that like, we can't keep doing this or what was the, was there a tipping point or yeah, when did yeah. you say, I'm going to start my own business? Cause you started first, right? I did. I started first. Um, I resigned from the from the Texas Department of Public Safety on May 18th of last year. So it's been a year and a half since I resigned. Uh, The thing that tipped it for me, we were doing a bunch of border deployments at the time. So two weeks down there, 10 days working at home, Mm -hmm. um, two weeks down there, 20 days working at home, two weeks down there. And what people don't realize is that sounds all fine and dandy, but with the highway patrol, every seven to ten days, you switch from nights to days. Okay. That's consistent across yeah. the board. So it's more manageable to do that here, but two weeks down there on nights, come home two days off, and now I'm switched to days, so I lost half a day because switching from days to, from nights to days, you lose time. Oh, man. And so yeah. then now I'm working at home. I get two days off, go back down there, and then you have a certain number of hours you have to keep up to keep your license. So looking at my schedule going into that summer, I would have been at the border for two weeks. I would have been home for two days. I would have gone to Austin for a training for a week, come home for two days, border for two weeks, come home, back to Austin again. I would have I would have seen them six days out of two months. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's if you're working days, not if you're working nights and sleeping all day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so and, and that's hard if you're home still. and everyone's yeah. awake and then you're supposed to be sleeping. Oh yeah, because we're real quiet. Yeah, like four <laughs> <small children laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh that it became unmanageable for me. I had yeah. to make a decision. We all only get one life, and I loved what I did. There's no better person. There's no better group of people than the men and women who wear the uniform. There, you can't say enough good things about them. Salt yeah. of the earth. Yeah. But I, you can't love somebody you're never with. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a father and be a husband, and they, the, the job requirements, I couldn't fulfill those and do what I needed to do as a father and a husband. Yeah. So I had to make a choice. And so that's when we started talking about it, mm-hmm. probably March of 2021. Yeah, and I was shocked. Like, when we were dating, I, and Jaren was is prior military, and I just knew, like, okay, he's either going to, you know, be career military for 20 years and mm-hmm. or he's going to be law enforcement. And if I want to marry him, I have to make sure I'm okay with that. Yeah. And so that was something in before, I mean, even early dating, I was like, okay, like committed to this. I understand what this is going to cost. And so then when he came to me that spring and he's like, I think I'm going to do something else. Like, okay, whatever. Like, no, you're like, yeah. uh-uh. And not that I was against it. I just knew, like, no. Yeah, not at all. And then he brought it up again. And again, I think on the fourth or fifth time you brought it up, I thought, okay, he may be serious, so I'll entertain this for a but it'll pass. And so I, it didn't pass, and it just kept coming up. And I thought, okay, he's really serious. And then even down until the day you resigned, I still wasn't. And then even yeah. after that, I thought, oh, my goodness, he's going to wake up and he's going to be like, what have I done? Yeah. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. 
and that never came either. And so that was a big shift. But I feel like even though it was a job you loved, I feel like this is you're happier. Yeah. Your quality of life is better. Oh, yeah. No, I, I loved my job. I mean, it's you can't do that type of work. Yeah. If that's not a part of who you are. Well, I'm sure every day you could see you were making a difference. You, yeah. you knew you were. You were and it's, it was the small right. things. It was helping somebody with yeah. directions. It was, you know, coming up and talking to somebody who's having a tough day. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, hey, you know, it's okay. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen if you continue this behavior, driving mm-hmm. super fast. And then this is going to happen. And then whatever, whatever. And just helping people out. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen all the time, but there were chances. And that's what made that job just awesome. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, sometimes we had to do things. You have to meet people on their worst days. It right. just is what it is. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of opportunity for good. And it was very fulfilling. Um, but, yeah, it just I had to make a choice. Yeah. And so. So were you? did you jump straight into doing the curbing concrete stuff? Or was there like a period where you're trying out stuff? Or So I knew... Um, I knew this is the, the custom concrete curbing is what I wanted to get into pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked into it. I had, uh, had some spare time sitting on the border watching, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> so watching I Google, I, you know, I looked into it then I looked into it on my days off. I talked to a lot of people. Um, and secretly my father-in-law had been praying for me to make a career change. Yeah. Right. Which so we didn't for, know until didn't... like after Jaren oh. came out and said, yeah. About it. Him and and some guys that work for him, they do Bible studies and okay, and they'd been praying for me for months. Wow, right? So, and because Highway Patrol was not something I would have left willingly. Yeah, that I would have never. I would have told you, there's no way I'm ever leaving. Yeah, um, and she was Megan was smart enough to realize that to not have a say in it because then that opens the door for resentment. Yeah, right. Oh no, so, I was not saying a word. Yeah, I was just watching waiting and seeing and but, i mean and that's like why and in a marriage you know i don't want to be resented yeah i don't i'm not going to tell him to pick now granted that would have been a very difficult three years at that point of constant border mm-hmm. slash training slash whatever but i knew okay you know this too will pass you know, there's a season and a time and uh, so we would have made it through just fine but i was happy when he decided yeah, to yeah. switch it up is but then again you know i wouldn't have been happy had i said you i want you to do this you need to do this and then him be miserable i mean that would have been worse off than we would have been in the beginning yeah so uh, we were kicking the kicking the idea around i was checking it out you know because i understood that i was leveraging the financial security of my family on this right and that's as, hard Odd as it may sound, I'm fine with getting shot at. I'm fine with, like, physical danger to myself. Yeah. That's been a part of my entire adult life. I'm sure Megan was excited about that, too. She's fine with it, too. Yeah, totally fine. (laughs) The financial portion freaks me out. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that is the scariest to me. I would rather your family to be homeless and out on the street on your account. Like, yeah. yeah, I would rather go stop wanted murderers in the middle of the night by right. myself yeah 100 percent. then right. to juggle this and right. it was a choice that i had to make but 
uh, it was good. You know, I saw God, God's hand in it after the fact, stepping back and looking. Mm-hmm. You know, the amount of prayer that people were pouring on me that I didn't even know about. Yeah. Right. So that's that, cool. uh, all those nevers that I said, no, no, this is yeah. me, you know. And people couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. People couldn't believe it. I had people calling yeah. me, are you... Are you, you like okay? undercover now? <laughs> right. People yeah. thought I was undercover because I was growing a facial hair. Uh huh. And I wasn't driving around in black and white. They thought this was a like a, a thing. Joke. Yeah. Like yeah. an op. Like yeah. Like people legitimately thought I was. Yeah. They were like, "You'll never quit." Like, well, I did. Uh, but you know, as far as some of the catalysts, the schedule, and then before, uh, we had talked about an exit date, and it was going to be after the summer because COVID had messed up the um, production of all my equipment. I was supposed to get it in May and things were back ordered, you know, and so it was not supposed to happen until September now. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just do this until September. Um, And then a really good friend of ours uh, got shot and killed in Concho County. Ooh. uh, Samuel Leonard. Sorry. Yeah. And so Megan and I talked about it, went to the funeral, obviously, uh, and she said the first time she's ever tried to tell me, I guess, what to do or at least give me direction mm-hmm. on the job front. She said, if if you're going to quit, I think now would be a good time. Yeah. And I said, okay. I was like. Yeah. Because if you're not in, in it, right, right, if you're trying to leave it, that's dangerous for you. Yeah. Extremely. Your mind is other places. Yeah. You have to be kind of locked in when you're doing right. that type of work. And I realized that, like, I could get hurt because I'm not. You know, I'm looking for a way out. Well, that's when you get hurt. Right. Or you hurt somebody else or, you, yeah. you know. I'm not going to go in there. No. I, I don't know. I'll wait a second and, or, and that makes or it's a big like, difference. you know, you're not paying attention and, you know, something happens to someone else. That's worse than yeah. anything. Yeah. Right. Like if I was working and somebody backed me up and I just wasn't focused enough and I didn't see somebody had something and somebody mm-hmm. else gets hurt, I couldn't live with myself that on that deal. That would be even harder, yeah. Yeah, it's one thing, my safety, it's some, somebody else's safety. I couldn't live with that. Yeah. So, yeah, made the decision then and went and built fence in the West Texas summer for a couple months okay. and uh, got in shape to work outside. There you go. So that was uh, from sitting around in the car. Yeah, bye-bye air, air-conditioned yeah. patrol car. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, that was good for me though. Um, but yeah, so that's the transition that happened and that's kind of okay. how it happened and what brought it on. Yeah. But So you started and then how long before you left your job, started homeschooling, started? Yeah. yeah. So um, I, so when Jaren was in highway patrol and we officially adopted all the, all four kids I realized, and I think any law enforcement spouse could relate to this, is, I mean, any of us can die, but not all of us put ourselves in situations that that would be more of an option, I guess. And so law enforcement spouses, I know this is always in the back of their mind, is I thought, you know, with teaching, I thought, okay, you know, I can support myself. If something happens to him. And that was a lesson my parents always taught me is, you know, it's great um, if you get married and everything, but you need to know and be able to always support yourself because you never know what's going to happen. And so once we adopted the children, I realized I cannot support myself and four children on a teacher's salary. Like I need to do something. And so 
he was, this was well before he had decided to leave. And I told him, I came to him, I'm like, look, I need to get my master's degree. I need to be able to move on to a higher job in education mm -hmm. where I can support myself and four right. children if something ever happens. Yeah. And so that's when I started um, my master's for educational diagnostician and um, truly is something I love doing and enjoyed almost every minute of the program. Um, Real quick, what does that oh, entail? Okay. What is yeah, that? Yeah, so um, in the Texas school system, there are educational diagnosticians, and they you probably have never heard of them unless I've your not. child has been um, tested for special education or any okay. ed special education services. But there's someone um, that is trained to test and diagnose um, or help diagnose in lots of situations, learning disabilities, dyslexia, um, parts, they're on a team to, that can help diagnose autism. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a long list okay. of uh, conditions. But basically, you are the tester. Okay. So you test that makes sense. and diagnose children and so then So you learn how them. to analyze that and identify yes. things and different. Right. Administer. Yeah. Um, batteries and things um so i love that because i love helping yeah and that you know big i love children big reason you know get into education yeah but it just kind of checked all my boxes of things i like things i'm good at mm -hmm. what interests me uh the financial portion yeah that, right. that yeah that yeah. was it i mean it truthfully yeah. like that was a box i needed to know that with this salary i can support myself and four children yeah um, so I started that program, and then about a year later is when Jaren was like, hey, I'm peacing out. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Well, I'm not quitting this program. Like, I'm a year in. I love it. It's great. He's like, no, no problem. Just keep going. Um, and then I was finished. So I was still teaching at this point, teaching through the rest of that, started teaching again that school year. And about December, um, he would sit at home. And drink his coffee and make sure his day was lined up and his <laughs> schedule. And off I go out the door by a certain time. Uh -huh. And he's like chilling, drinking coffee. You're like, wait a second. Yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> yeah. And I, that may be silly, but it's the truth. Yeah. Like, I I wanted to sit there and drink coffee. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, you know, outside looking in, no one's telling him what to do. Yeah. He's not having to follow a certain schedule or this or mm -hmm. that, which... You know, granted, truthfully, he was. Just he just clients. can't see yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. Um, Fifty bosses now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of just one, you yeah. know. But um, I started thinking, okay, now that our life has changed and he is in a different position, granted, I still wanted to make sure I had an avenue to support myself, and not finishing a degree was not an option. Mm -hmm. I continued on and graduated, and then got my passed my exams and got my license, my credential to license. Um, I just started thinking, I want, there's something else. Like, yeah. what else is there? And so uh, the same, my cousin is who Jaren talked to about curbing. Mm -hmm. And so I went to him, I'm like, okay, I need some of that good business starting advice you gave yeah. my husband. <laughs> and so we were sitting at um, his house and, he was rattling off all these business ideas. I'm like, no, those are all boy ideas. Like, I'm not doing yeah. anything. 
And he's like, okay, whatever. You know, he has his own business. He don't care. Yeah. So then we had dinner with them again later. And I'm like, so tell me all these ideas. Like, I need more ideas. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Megan, I've given you ideas. These are all great ideas. You just don't want to do any of them. I'm like, well, okay. You know, a little bit of a kick in the gut. Uh But yeah. And so I started looking at it. And truthfully, I didn't know what half of them were. Yeah. Like, because... They were just so foreign to me. I'd always been in education or oh, you yeah. know, working in an office, nothing manual labor or hands-on or construction or any of that. And so Jaren really liked this one idea and kept looking, like researching it and looking at it. And so I, it was just a combination of sitting there every morning, mm-hmm. driving off while he's sitting there on the porch drinking coffee, thinking you know, I could have a flexible schedule. Like I could have something. I think a lot of it too was confidence. Yeah. You know, I'm confident to go get a degree and take an exam and right. do something that's in my comfort zone. Yeah, because you've this, been in that track the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I, and I know I can do it. Right. But then something that's way over here out of my comfort zone, like, you know, I don't know how to weld. I don't yeah. know how comfortable I am learning. So how did you get there? How do, what, that is a big leap. Oh, yeah. It was huge. Yeah. And I think it was kind of like his two people are like, you're doing what? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to learn how to weld. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, what? Yeah. No, you aren't. Right. But um, that's everyone's reaction to both of you all the time. Yes. yes. Constantly. Like, Every whatever. time. Yeah. My mother tells us yeah. now that like nothing will surprise her. Yeah. She's like, I don't even like I'm not surprised by anything right. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or about yeah. yeah. I mean we went from zero to four kids in fourteen months. Yeah. And then wow. Straight changed jobs job for both of us, moved twice. Yeah. Well, we moved don't twice. we don't tend to just easily do things yeah no, it's you just jump right in 100 percent. wow they're nothing and so and there would be i did kind of coax her into this metalworking idea because i'd be like man you could how nice would it be to walk out there and you know yeah and complete a project for a customer and then you know while the kids are playing or down for a nap or with the sitter i mean you could be working right there mm-hmm. and she's like i don't know I'm like you can do it yeah you can totally do it yeah. So there was a lot of reassurance. You yeah. can do it. And a lot, the same thing people told me when I wanted to get started. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You can do this. Everybody needs that. Unless yeah. you're just super confident. Right. Right. But confidence comes from winning. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'd never won at welding at this no. point. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, um, I ended up deciding, I was like, no, you know, okay, I'm just going to do it. And it was kind of like, I don't know if you've ever done this, but, um, you know, like, cliff or a ledge or something that you're allowed to jump off of into the water yeah but it's really scary because it's way high up you just have to kind of like shut your brain off the thinking uh-huh. and just like kind of lean forward yeah. and you know gravity's gonna help you just fall right, right. off it's too late now i mean yeah, yeah. at least that's how i take those i know jaren just happily gets up there because he loves yeah. that kind of stuff but right. not me i'm like okay, off we go, face first. Like, hope I figure it out before <laughs> right. I hit the ground. Right, yeah. Uh, or the water. But uh, so I sign, I call, I've been talking to this company. I'd done a bunch of research and tons of YouTube hours mm-hmm. and found this company that makes uh, plasma tables, CNC plasma tables. And I thought, okay, because 
and I knew nothing of that world. So it's like trying to research something you don't know what any of it is. Yeah. Trying to research something that you don't know what any of it is. So I'm like, I don't even know if what they're saying is good or if what they're saying is bad. Right. And so I just called the customer. So I'd heard on these YouTube videos that this was the company. The Shop Saber was hands down 100% the best. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to call them and we'll see like, I'm sure I'm going to sound so stupid on the phone because I don't even know what I'm asking them right. for. But <laughs> I don't even that, know what I don't know. Exactly. That's hard. Yeah. And they're going to either they're going to help me and have good customer service or I'm not going to go with them. Yeah. And so I called and I remember telling the poor guy, I'm like, OK, so I want to buy a table, um, but I have no idea what any of this is. And so then I thought after I said that, I'm like, oh, no, now I've like opened myself up. He's going to take me for everything. Right. Yeah. And he, they were amazing. He was like, so what are you wanting to do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's like, okay, do you have a business idea? And I told him about it. And he's like, okay, great. You need this, this, this. Um, spent over an hour with him on the phone, helped me through the whole wow. thing. And then that, he taught me a lot. So then I went back, did a bunch of research, called him back. Okay, mm -hmm. now I know this, 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 this. What about this? And we did that for a couple of weeks. And then- wow. um they're awesome. Oh, amazing. Yeah, a little plug for them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're awesome. Um, And December of that year, 21, Yes. Um, I ordered my table, and they said, okay, well, it should be to you um, a March, April time frame. And, of course, they were dealing with the same issue the entire world was dealing with, or at least, I mean— can't get a part, can't get this, no manufacturing of this. Yeah, yeah. This is back ordered. So it ended up March to April, and then the table came um, the very end of April. So then it was just still such a new concept to me of, you know, plas CNC plasma, welding, you know, metal, all of this. In between that time, I'm like, okay, well, I have dead time. What am I going to learn? And I'm, you know, I'm still finishing up my degree, which I loved. And at that point, I was doing my practicum. Uh, and that and that was really hard because here's a career field that I've done. I know I can do. Mm -hmm. I'm finishing up something new um, that I, I thought I was going to step into. Yeah. And then now I'm like, no, like I'm stepping into the complete unknown. Yeah. So in that time, I. Um, it's going to be hard to study when you're like, I'm not going to do this. You know, I think she's so good at it. It doesn't oh, okay. really matter. Yeah, okay, she's. I and it was weird because I would go. She's gonna be all modest, but she graduated and got some award from Sol Ross. They only hand out one time a year. Nice. She was like the top, tippy top of her class. Okay, so don't let her be modest about that. <laughs> she's very good at it. Nice, congratulations. Well, thank you. And it it was hard because like, and there's been several times now where I'm like, I want to go be a diac. And he's like, honey, you don't have time. Like, you can. So at some point in my life, I am sure I'll go back and do it. Whether it's, you know, contract work or part-time or maybe even full-time, who knows. Mm -hmm. So I, in my mind, when I was going through that process, I just had to table the idea. Yeah. Um, just, just because. In your back pocket. Yeah. Like, you know, I have. Yeah. I did this as a plan B. I did this as a safety net. Yeah. Um, so when I wasn't studying and doing all those other things, I was like, okay, I should probably learn how to weld. Yeah. And so I called Howard 
college and I was like, so do y'all offer welding classes? They're like, yeah, sure. Um, it's this class. It'll start this day, blah, blah, blah. Great. So I signed up, ready to go learn how to weld. Well, then they didn't have enough people sign up, so the class didn't make. Oh. And so I called Jaren, or I told Jaren, I'm like, um, I'm going to go to New Jersey. He's like, for what? I'm like, there's a lady, and she's super big in the American Welding Society, and she teaches women's welding classes. So I'm going to go have her teach me how to weld. And he's like, we live in Texas. Why are you going to New Jersey? I'm like, because in Texas, they don't have women in welding courses, mm. and our local class didn't make, so I'm going. And so it was between that course, and then I found one in Detroit, Michigan. And okay. he was like, um, let's I go to New Jersey. I said no to that one. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, a little dangerous. There. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So, That's a good call. Uh, That's yes. the, yeah, the police officer. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So off I go to New Jersey um several days and it was so fun it was amazing and she also has a plasma table in her shop so she um was a welding teacher like in the school system up there for a long time and then she worked as a welder just phenomenal story on her um but she just opened up this new welding studio Mm -hmm. and she i learned how to I learned the basics of welding, of MIG welding, and then um, enough to kind of t- get me through and to where I could teach myself and learn mm. from YouTube and other welders and stuff. Yeah. So I came home after several days knowing how to weld and then um, went in and bought a welder. So I at least knew what I was asking for at that point. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I know how to weld. I am learning how to operate this table. Um, I guess I need a business plan and a business name and, you know, just mm-hmm. really organically kind of flowed through the whole thing. And then the table showed up and they, then I realized like, oh my goodness, this whole time I should have been learning A through Z and didn't learn it, but learning as I go. Yeah. And it's been fun, but it was a very, uh, I think my journey to what I was going to do was a lot more up down than his was yeah for sure well it sounded like you you had all that time on the border to process where you're going and you're like okay here we go and you knew every night you're kind of we're watching youtube yeah i I wore youtube out yeah on curbing videos and all that and she did the same thing with metalwork but for the months leading up to it like every second i had available i would be watching because i was looking for where they were gonna how it was going to fail. Yeah. I was like, this is not, like, how is this not good? Mm-hmm. Because right? it makes sense to me knowing about the product and then the current products available. Like, you can get it for almost the same cost. It lasts 10 times longer. If that was the case, everybody would already have this. Mm-hmm. It's too good of a product. So I watched YouTube and talked to people. She would be like, what are you doing? I'm watching Curbing videos. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fun with that. Like yeah. it was bad. It was yeah. like a foot college football fan during yeah. this time. Like you can't talk to them. Yep. So that's how I was on it. Yeah. Because uh, I was gambling quite a bit on this deal. Yeah. So I didn't really, once I set my mind to it, it was kind of over. Mm-hmm. Right. I went to training in North Dakota twice for it. Spent weeks up there. I went to training in Arizona on it as well. Drove to wow. North Dakota twice. No, drove once, flew once, and drove to Arizona. 
spent some time with some guys who had done it for decades and saw how their crews did it, asked a bunch of questions just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, got to put some, got to train up there with them for a while. So um, I didn't really have, it was kind of an all or nothing deal for me. Right. I didn't have the back and forth she had. Right. Well, um, you had your foot in two different worlds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're teaching and you're getting your degree and you're learning how to weld. Yeah. So you're kind of like, I could see how you're trying to figure out what's really best here. Yeah, and I think it comes down to like, you know, and I'm not saying it isn't this way for you because I'm sure it is. But, you know, like as a mom and a wife, I have different concerns and responsibilities mm -hmm. and duties than he does as a husband and a father. And so at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, What's best for the kids? Yeah. What would be, what would work out best? Because with Diag, I would have, it would require me to bring some work home. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just inevitable, especially in education right now. Right. Um, and so that would, you know, working in the evenings mm -hmm. or working late at night or working on a Saturday. Not to mention it would keep me away from them from this time to this time. Yeah. And that was the biggest draw one of the biggest draws i mean coffee on the porch was a big draw but right <laughs> um the schedule i feel like we can all kind of put all of this back to the schedule and just what is best for our marriage what is best for our family what is best for the children and i just knew it'd be better for them to have you know mom at that time they were going to school mom pick me up when i get off of school and mom be there with me versus the sitter being home when the bus dropped them off and then mom showing up once she got off work. Yeah. Which I'm not knocking that. Like I did that for years and that's great if that's what works for that family. But for just me, I know I wanted something, I wanted something different. Yeah. Oh. And wow. it's not like that's what every day is, right? That's probably 70% of the days oh, yeah. or that yeah, schedule. Yeah. And then yeah. the other 30% is just absolute chaos. You're right. Like, hey, I got to go, I got to go do this. I'll be back whenever it's done. Okay. Or she's like, hey, I just got all this. I have to do this. Can you do something with these four human beings? Yeah. Right. Yes, I sure can. How yeah. long? Don't know. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, there's definitely those days. But right. there's no coffee on the porch. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's get up early, stay up late. Yes. yes. Kind of days. So, yeah. Which I'm sure you know. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I understand. But yeah. it's totally Okay. Worth it. So the businesses have started now. How have they been going yeah they've been going uh they've been You're going really alive. well yes You're not homeless still no, here not, yet. Okay. not homeless um getting you know getting better with everything we do yeah right so i've laid um about thirty thousand feet of it so far wow. so it, it was the first year has been great to us um this community is great mm, right yeah. so that's that's what really uh sets a business up is the community that you're in and how you run your business obviously and this is a great community to be in um but i just tried to listen to what i was told by people who have run successful businesses and that is do what you say you're gonna do yeah when you say you're gonna do it yes for the price you say you're gonna do it for and then you won't want for that's work. it that's, That's that was my big concern when I started my business was I was like I don't really know how to run a business I know how to do design and video I know mm -hmm. how to do that stuff I've done it for other people but like how to run the business like 
everyone else has a secret sauce that I don't know about. And then after doing it for years and seeing other businesses do the same thing and then fail, the only reason they failed was because they didn't keep up with what they said they were going to do. And either they didn't think about how to charge things or they, they went up on prices or they weren't honest in how they did it. I was like, oh, right. you just have to do good work consistently. And yeah. that's, it. that's it. That was it. I was like, oh, I can do that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So her cousin, his name's Chase Howells. He owns Tritex Fence, wonderful mm-hmm. fence company here yeah. in Angelo and around. But another, uh, another drop. There's yeah. all these companies. Uh, Arizona Green Tea. Yeah, Arizona. Sponsor, yeah. If you wanna, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you whatever. can't. You can't make it on your on yeah. your own. You yeah, gotta, let's throw but, everything out there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he. I, when I was called, I called him about it because I saw how hard he worked to get his business going in a saturated market. Right, and he yeah. didn't know just a whole lot about it. But mm-hmm. when I say he worked, people thought he had cancer when he first started because he lost so much weight. Wow. He just worked his tail off, literally. Yeah. So I called him and asked for some advice on the business side of it. Never done it before. That's yeah. the yeah. I can do these things. Yeah, but like, how do you market it? How right. do you price it? Yeah, how do you keep your books? Yeah. How do you yeah? All this other stuff. What do taxes. I need? Yeah, taxes. <laughs> yes. How do I not go to jail? Right. right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, because I wouldn't do well in jail. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, called him and and he he told me, uh, he said, Bud, you could make a living picking up rocks as long as you again same thing i heard from other people do what you say you're gonna do when you say you're gonna do it for the price you say you're gonna do it for you can make a living doing anything mm-hmm. just be honest it's like okay so that's kind of the cornerstone of where i set the business startup at like okay i'm gonna get these three things down and then i'll just kind of learn on the rest as we go yeah and like hopefully surround myself with good people who love me and who are intelligent and listen to what they say. Yeah. And that's really it. Yeah. Find people who are successful and honest and that care about you and ask their opinion mm-hmm. and then listen to what they say, even if it doesn't make any sense. So that's kind of how that started and it's yeah. progressing because I'm one year into this. So yeah, in five years, my answer will be a little different, but for now we're still learning. Yeah. Right. First tax season. All this other stuff. So yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. got to stack receipts and right. all this other stuff. But yeah, learning all that. It's been fun. The That's business good. part has been fun for me. I didn't think I would like it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. And you've yeah. even done like work with Abilene. Yeah. We've, that market. We've, uh, we've expanded into the Abilene market as well. That's cool. Which has been fun. Yeah. It's been a, that's been a new development, probably two, three months of work in Abilene. So that's been fun. Yeah. Try to open that market up too. Yeah. Well, um, what you're doing is pretty specific, and not a lot of people do it. Right. So yeah. you kind of have, yeah, that was smart. I um, think so. Yeah. <laughs> we will go. see. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, like, curbing in general. What Are we talking about, like, curbs on the side of the road? Is it, like, what? what's the use case for this? Yeah, so it's not commercial curbing. Okay. That stuff is made with a different type of concrete, and it has rebar in it. Okay. I use a... That's diff- like the side of the roads kind of curbing, yeah. like when you pull into a parking lot? Exactly. Okay. The stuff that you see walking down the sidewalk and you look to the left right before the street actually happens, that curb right yeah. there, that's the commercial stuff. There's a different, whole different setup for that. 
Um, what I do is mainly use for landscaping purposes. Then mm -hmm. I use a different sand and a different Portland so that I can make it look pretty and smooth. Those okay. guys don't care about it being pretty and smooth. They just want it to last for Durable. 50, yeah. 60, 70 years with cars hitting it and all this other stuff. Um, so the main things that I use, uh, I install my products for for my customers are tree rings, mm -hmm. flower bed edges, mm -hmm. driveway edges, walkway edges that are going to get backfilled with rock or something else. Right. Just because the products out there right now are plastic or metal. Yeah. Or they're just little stones mm -hmm. that move and shift and the metal's going to rust in mm -hmm. three to five years. You're lucky if you get more than that out of it. Um, the plastic's going to get eaten up and broken. Yeah. And so that's really what I use my stuff for um, that I install for my customers most of the time. We've had some different stuff. Fire um, pits. Fire pits, yeah. Okay. We've had, we, uh, we do custom fire pits out of pavers and stuff and it's really cool. Is I can make a curved circle backfill with rock and then build a fire pit. So and that's it looks, not going to shift and expand over time. Right. There's no shifting or anything cool. like that. And then you put the, the, so the picture of it is like a ring of curbing. The fire pit is in the middle. Then there's rock or crushed granite mm -hmm. in the ring. And then you put the chairs on yeah. it. Yeah. So that it's like a. You don't have a, you know, you have a good spot to go yeah. to. It's going to stay, you know, you're going to get all muddy when you want to enjoy the fire pit right. after no it rained. There's yeah. no grass to deal with. Um, So there are a lot of applications for it, but excuse me, 90% of what I do is in, is in residential landscaping. Okay. That type of stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes, sir. So it doesn't have rebar in it. No, okay. but we can put, Um, that's another thing is I can, I've done some stuff where it was right on the ledge of a um, retaining wall. Oh, yeah. And so there was a lot of water mm -hmm. coming down after the rain. And so we actually studded the top of the retaining wall with rebar sticking up a little bit so that the curb kind of coated the rebar. Yeah. Uh, and then I can run cable through it as well. Okay. Like wire uh, cable for air aircraft cable. Oh. Uh, eighth inch cable. Uh-huh. So it has that too. So that's a that's a capability it has as well. Okay. So that you're gonna have to take a pickaxe to that to yeah. get it off. Okay. Um so nice. it is concrete and it lasts a lot longer than anything else. Yeah. And it's hundred percent customizable. That's in cool. color, texture, and design. Really? Okay. Yes. I can do I did one for the Cristobal High School. There was a young man who was getting his Eagle Scout that had to do community service project mm -hmm. and he chose his high school and there was a sitting area in the front where the rock was bleeding into the road and just unkept and uh just didn't look the best yeah so i came in and i curbed that whole area and he wanted it cristoval red which okay. is fire engine red actually okay bright red yeah very bright red so okay. we made that happen for him and we matched now really yeah do this all the time we were able to match the color to Cristobal red. Really? Yeah. I don't, I'm, and I'm very careful about saying match. Yeah. I can compliment anything. Com yeah. Very hard to match. Yeah. Luckily on that one, we matched it. Nice. So th that was a pretty cool thing to do. That is cool. I was happy to be a part of that one. That's awesome. So. Huh. I didn't realize that there was, I mean, I've seen different color, like concretes, like brown and gray, and that's about it. Like, right. Brown and gray, like. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't realize you could dye it or whatever you have to do to it to get it bright red. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, you can 
I can do anything. And that's through and through. It's not like paint on the outside. It's... Right. So some of it, it's I have a through and through, and then I use an outer okay. coating as well. Okay. So we actually did three coatings on that one. Huh. So, but yeah. And then I've had people want, um, I'm doing a, a purple one Yeah. in Abilene this okay. next week. So nice. I will, it'll be on my Facebook page in a couple of weeks, and you can see a- uh, That's cool. It's actually called Dusty Rose. Dusty so, Rose. Yeah. Is it at a house or is it's it? It's at a house. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know you got like Abilene Christian and Hardin Simmons, and there's purple yeah. on both of those campuses. But, yeah. This yeah. is more like a, yeah, mob, mob. I don't even know how to say the <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay. yeah. So we're doing, we're doing, it's uh, it's like brownish red or purplish yeah. red or purplish brown. But uh, they love the color. And so we're going to do it for them. Cool. No. It's neat. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's going. Well, it sounds like and you're expanding already in just yes, that sir. one year. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's awesome. And now you've been doing it for, what, eight months now? Uh, I officially started in May, so it took oh, okay. a little bit of time to get the table here, yeah. get it set up. And then we also went to training in uh, at Shop Saber in Minneapolis. Yeah, it was in Minneapolis, That's Minnesota. That's right. Um, so we went up there. That was fun. Yeah, get away without are, kids. Yeah. And so Jaren, nice. we're sitting in training and like, you know, I'm like super hyper focused trying to learn all this stuff. And Jaren's over here and they're like, oh, did you get one too? And he's like, no, I'm just with her. <laughs> it's funny in this industry, in her industry, yeah. everybody walks up to me. Right. Oh, yeah. We go to the, if I go with You're her to like. burly guy with oh, the beard. Yeah. yeah. I go to like a, a welding supply shop and there are some awesome folks that work here in town. But initially yeah. I walk in and they, they don't know us yet. So they're like, sir, can I help you? Uh. No. no. What are you here for? I have no idea. You can ask her. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I know how to weld, but it's not pretty. Right. Like, yeah. I could melt two pieces of metal together, but right. that's it. Yeah. And so it's pretty funny. Uh, everybody it assumes it's my business. Yeah. Like, oh, I've... Have they learned now? Do you, no. Or you got, no? Or no. Still, like, like, we'll go to shows and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, like, I'll do... Um, uh, like, Paintbrush Alley Market Days, or we yeah. did Miles Cotton Fest, and we'll set up and... It's just, I mean, I, I don't fault them. I get it. I feel like if I saw South 40 Metalworks and then, like, the sign and then saw a man and a woman standing there, I'd probably walk up to the man, too. Like, it's just naturally you don't see many women in this industry. Mm -hmm. And so they walk up to him and they're like, so can you do this? And he's like, you got to talk to You're her. You're wrong person. Yeah. And so or I'll start talking to them and they don't want to talk to me. They want to talk to him. You keep looking at me and I'm okay. like, sir. <laughs> I just moved the metal. Like I he just puts no the sheets up idea there. Yeah, how she does this. Nice. So if she, some goes, if something happens to her, I'm gonna have to sell all this because I don't know yeah, how to yeah. use it. Like, man, that's gotta be really frustrating to feel like you gotta like validate yourself for every. It is a little fun. frustrating, but you know, if you were to reverse it and you were to put him in education, mm -hmm. if you say one of us is the teacher, yeah, ninety nine percent of the time they'd say it's me. If if right. you said. One of them's the teacher and coach, then they'd say it's him. So, you yeah. know, it's all throughout our society. I just try to laugh it off. It is mm -hmm. frustrating um, because I'll answer the phone and they're like, I need to speak with some South 40 Metalworks. I'm like, this is she. This is her. <laughs> then yeah. It's like I long. South 40. Yeah. yeah. And it's like long pause. Uh, well, I was wanting a sign. Yeah, yeah. I can help you. And then it's kind of yeah. flows from there. But. Um, and that's kind of neat too. And a side note about the women in welding course, that's another reason I really wanted to go to like 
that course mm-hmm. was that was taught by a woman because I I didn't want to be taught by you know we all think welding we think man I didn't want to be taught by a man that's possibly going to be like what are you doing here why are you trying to learn this yeah I'm not saying they all would yeah. but you know that's kind of something you might run into um but yeah it's it's kind of common. Yeah, but that that has not been the overall experience, especially in this community. There, oh, cause there's, yeah. You know, there's older men that run this industry, right? Mm-hmm. Welding. If yeah. you go into a welding supply shop, you're probably going to catch, you know, a 50-year-old man. Yeah. He's been doing it for 30 years. They, the majority have been gracious with her mm-hmm. and awesome and helpful. And anything she needs, give them a call. So it's been really cool That's to see cool. that. Yeah. yeah. I guess on the flip side is you stand out. Like oh, if absolutely! You do that, like you're you're the lady welder. Yeah. Like, and I don't know how far. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You I haven't mean, met another one. No. Yeah. No. Well, like my the instructor in New Jersey, she has a table and she welds, but I mean, she's in New Jersey. Yeah. I know. Um, there's and I guess the other like best known like famous one is mm-hmm. Ray Ripple in Big Spring. Okay. But a lot of hers is like hand plasma. Mm-hmm. Like she cuts it by hand with a torch. Yeah. No one wants me to do that for them right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm so, I've yeah. got to perfect that. Yeah. But, um, and it's fun. So I have a plasma table where I put sheets of metal yeah. and there's a plasma torch on it. But basically people come and they say, I want this sign or I need this um, thing for my barbecue pit or I want this for my fence or my gate or my yard. And I can pretty much take a picture or an idea and create it on CAD mm-hmm. and then sent, put it into the computer that's connected to my t- welding or to my uh, plasma table. And then I can have it cut and we can cut it out. And then, you know, if it needs fabrication, we weld it together, put mm-hmm. legs on a sign or hooks on a sign or um, weld it to the barbecue grill or pit and then. Um, color options too but it's just yeah we've been doing it since really may and it's starting to pick up and have traction at first i don't know if i mean i i think people were like jaren they kind of didn't know what it was like yeah what do you because a lot of this for yeah and not everyone's a visionary not everyone can be like oh i want it to look like this Mm -hmm. when you put this sometimes people need to see something right and they're yeah. like, oh, I want that. Yeah, that like, makes okay. sense. So it's way more arts yes. than I initially thought, which I like and is really fun. Yeah. And then it's hand on, hands-on and creating. But we're starting to pick up um, a lot of traction. The yeah. pit signs right now is a big thing. People are a lot of um, gentlemen. And then, of course, you know, we're in Texas, so we have a lot of uh, entrepreneurial barbecuers mm-hmm. yeah. around. And they yeah. all want... Um, a sign for the top of their pit or the side of their pit or okay. over their wood box, um, address signs, mm-hmm. yard signs, gate signs, logos, business yeah. signs, yeah, all of that. Is there like one type of metal that you're working with or what? what's kind of the range of um, stuff you make? Yeah, so I just work with like mild steel, like okay. just your basic metal. Like yeah. you would go to a supply store and get a sheet of metal. I can cut up to half inch thick with my current torch. So I did a couple of um, parts for our neighbor 
and it was awesome. I mean, thick, and mm-hmm. I told him, like, okay, we're going <laughs> to give this a go, but, like, don't hold me to it if we've got to take a couple takes on this yeah. one. And sure enough, you know, I did my research and my training, and it just blew right through it. Nice. That, for me, was really eye-opening. I was yeah. like, wow, I just did that. Like, this stuff is this right. thick. So that was pretty exciting. And moving it around the shop, I'm sure was oh, fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my I don't gosh. Know if anyone was, but oh no, it was a it was a very small sheet, like four by okay. two by Probably four. Probably weighed like 65, 70 pounds though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's Thick. small, yeah. Yeah, we there was no way I could have gotten a full sheet up there. We don't have that kind of we need equipment. a forklift. Yeah, but it's 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 really cool to see you're winning and stuff like that. Yeah, and what people don't realize, you know, when I thought about this i was like oh you just put it up there and cut mm-hmm. well no it's how you set up the tool path in cad and how you design it will dictate how clean the image okay. looks and then depending on the the steel the, the gauge of the steel mm-hmm. yeah. depends on how you have to set up the computer and the voltage into the plasma cutter or this isn't going to look as clean there's a ton to it yeah and she's getting really really good at it really quickly um, but there's such a steep learning curve that you basically just have to get in there and do it. Yeah. And do it and do it and do it. Right. And no, that was, makes sense. There was a point, I think two months after she started cutting, she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm wasting so much metal. I oh. said, no, no. Yeah. You're learning. Yeah. Like there's a huge, there's a learning curve to this. You've never done any of it. Yeah. And so there's, you know, we have a scrap pile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's the cost of business. It's right. the cost of learning. And now yes. it's like, you know, if there's a mistake on one, I'm surprised. I'm mm-hmm. Like, oh, where before, when she first started, we cut everything out twice. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this is not connected. Oh, I didn't toolpath that right. I need yeah. to leave more space or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that so makes sense. I didn't think about that. Like, yeah. you have to think about how is it going to hold together after yes. you oh, are yeah. done cutting it. And like, bridging this it, like letters. Or, yeah. So, and a lot of people, I mean, if you've never done it, you don't understand. And so, um, I've had people bring me like this, a photo with layers, if you will. So Mm -hmm. it's got tons of texture and layers and small pieces. And I, I basically have to break it down Mm -hmm. and redraw it one layer simply. And they're like, connected. Yeah, connected. And they're like, I want all that detail. I'm like, well, you know, this is not engraving. This is cutting. Like I am giving you a piece of metal that's cut like this, yeah. but I can't make feathers yeah. on this. Like you would go and have that engraved or, you know, letters, if you don't bridge the A, it's going to fall out yeah. or the O or the yeah. D or the B or the G. Um, and that was learning too. And then amps and voltage. And I mean, I was rewiring stuff in the shop, like electrical. Yes. I know nice. Jaren, like, man, I, I can fend for myself now. Like I <laughs> am good. fully You're self-sufficient. Fine. She yeah. wired in two 220 units. Ooh. A 220 compressor okay. wired YouTube it in her YouTube is ser- great. Yeah. She I mean, wired in her table. Yeah. Now, I will not be providing electrician services. Right. But, but you, you got your own shop up and going. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so, cool. So uh, that and then, you know, CAD is a beast. I think anyone yeah. that's ever looked at a CAD system, mm-hmm. the, you know, you have. I'm terrified if, of it. Yeah. If you've got it. too many points, yeah. you're going to see it. Even in the metal, even something as thick as a quarter inch. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, if you have a wavy line or mm-hmm. you have points, I mean, that computer, that system is going to do what you tell it. 
So people probably look at it sometimes. I know they do because they've told me. They look at it and they think, well, why do you charge so much? All you do is plug my picture in there and then tell your machine. Like, I'm paying for the use of your machine. Uh Uh-huh. No, no, you're not. Like, you're paying for me to make sure it's going to come out the way you're expecting. Yeah. And there is, you know, people think it's point A to point B, and it's Mm -hmm. like point A, all of this to point B. Mm -hmm. And so I've got to check points. I've got to make sure lines. And then even getting the metal on, like metal is temperamental. Yeah. If it's been sitting in the shop and like we had this winter, what, 60-something days of over three digit temperatures summer mm-hmm. yeah you said winter oh yeah oh, summer summer yeah well winter too sometimes yeah, pretty much <laughs> we do live in san angelo yeah um the summer you know it's humid in there because it's all closed up and mm-hmm. i work in a sweatshop and we have a tiny little ac unit pumping that in is there. all getting fixed that's at the <laughs> rental house we are getting her she does not work in a sweatshop. Basically. No. You know, Basically. when I was looking at coffee, watching him drink coffee on the porch, <laughs> never thought I'd have to work in a sweatshop to do it. That's the but, trade-off. Yeah. Right? You get your coffee, but then get But then go to there. the sweatshop. Yeah. 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 You get your electrolytes in with that coffee. You know, <laughs> <and eat them. laughs> right. Um, oh, the metal is even temperamental. Like, you know, it'll, yeah. it'll warp or okay. it'll come up. And so there's... You know, I just spent several hundred dollars on a huge four by eight sheet of metal. Well, I need to use it. So I'm, you know, the torch is going and I'm up on the table pushing it down. it down. And Jaren will come in. Do not there. recommend. <laughs> yeah. Jaren's like, get off. You'll get electric. And I'm like, I'm fine. It's grounded well. I know. And <laughs> uh, we go through and do it. But there's a, a lot more to it. Even when I started, I thought, okay, this is sweet. Like, I get the picture. USB drive, plug it in, yeah. hit go. Like, this is it. Why are more people not doing this? Yeah. Well, now I know. Now you know. Why they're not. Right. Um, but it is amazing because I never thought, I mean, you see metal signs and you just thought, oh, yeah, you, you bought it. Like when yeah. you're a little kid. Yeah. How did it get there? Oh, they bought it. Right. Yeah. You don't think of all the work that goes into it. Right. And so now seeing, like, I have to watch my amps and my voltage and my pass and my curve compensation and all these things that I had no idea what they mm-hmm. were. But it's been very fun. And another shout out to Shop Saber. I literally call them weekly. Like, hey, nice. can you help me connect this line? Do you have a guy? No, I, w- well, I wish I had a guy. That yeah. would make it so much easier. Maybe I need to tell him. Yeah. And then call Brandon and say, I need a guy. They've all been helpful. They are yeah. all helpful. They're okay. all, and they're wonderful people. But there so. are some people that like know me mm-hmm. and then there's some that don't because oh, don't worry they'll all end up <laughs> eventually yeah because i'll call and they'll be like are you the owner yeah they're like wondering why they're talking to this lady uh-huh i'm like yes now can you please help me blah right. blah, blah and they're yeah. like oh well, i'm sure so. you sound like adorable on the phone and they're like, <laughs> nice little teacher voice <laughs> right, yeah um excuse me can you yeah. please help me yes yeah. so that's been Maybe I need to use my mean teacher. No, face. just keep doing you what you're doing. A, a gruff, like, yeah, weathered Texas woman. Like smoker voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, they'll be like, oh, started. gosh, yeah. help the redneck on line one. Right, yeah. yeah. Ma'am? Is yeah. That, uh, <laughs> Questionable. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's been, it's been fun. It's been a huge learning curve. Um, I don't. I, there's not really like a set 
service. There's not set products I offer. It's more of like a service. You know, what is it that you're wanting? What is it that you have this idea of? Yeah. And then a lot of times I unfortunately have to bring people down with their ideas like, you know, I can't have five layers on this piece unless we're cutting, you know, five different pieces and then welding them together and spacing them out, which we can do. It just, you know, we have to break it down. Yeah. 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 Yeah, especially with that. And um, it's just, it's been, yeah, no, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been fun to watch her uh, progress in it in such a short time. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. To see her confidence grow. Yeah. It's been cool. Definitely more confident. Yeah. That's awesome. Than maybe probably yesterday. Yeah. No, she's doing great. So, yeah. Well, that's really cool. I mean, it's really rare just for people to be an entrepreneur and start a business and go in that. And I always love hearing that story of of how people did that. But it's I've never heard of two couples like just starting stuff back to back and and just going after it in industries you knew nothing about two years ago. You know, you didn't even see yourself doing this two years ago. So that's pretty amazing. And and yeah, raising kids and still maintaining your marriage and all that, it's its a lot. But it seems like y'all really have it together and like you're going after I'm it. I'm so glad you said yeah, that. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> no, and you know, and I we've talked too, like there will be days when it's hard. Yeah. And there will be days when it's stressful. And any small business owner, any business owner knows that. Mm-hmm. Like it, I called a friend of mine. I'm like, I just had a terrible day. I made several people upset and... It's just a rough day. He's like, well, I'm surprised it took you this long. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Like, this yeah. is this is part of it. Yeah. But I, we've even talked about on those hard days, like, do you wish that we were still doing Highway Patrol and I was a dyke? And even on those hard days, we're like, no. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. No, so we're sitting at our own table in our own house watching our kids. Right. Like, and then we have a plan to fix whatever went wrong. That's the best thing. Yeah. Is Tomorrow we'll do it different. At the end of the day, when you're at a, when your business is you're selling your word and you're selling kind of yourself. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, anybody can do this, but this is, I'm selling you my word. So you have a kind of a guarantee here. Like, I have to go rip one out later today after we get off of this show. It did not turn out. And the mm. customer didn't even complain. I went over there to check something out and I looked at the curbing and I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold him. Hey, man, I'm not pleased with this. Can I rip this out and redo it? And he said, um, I'm, I'm thankful you said something. The people in West Texas are, are, are kind yeah. to a fault. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I really wish you would have like told me. Yeah. Because you know? after it, I don't see a lot of these things till it cures. That's a week after. Yeah. And, and then I don't go back into shift. your backyard. Yeah. You know, the color is just really the color. Okay. Right. I just had this weird thing happen with this color. We were trying a new product, and I'd done it before, before I charged for it, and it turned out great. Well, something happened with this. Could have been the well water. Could have been, who mm-hmm. knows? Yeah. Could have been the way my guys put it on me and my guys put it on. I don't know. Just didn't turn out. Yeah. And they were just living with it. And I was yeah. like, oh, man. I really wish you would have told me something. Yeah. Because it's been that way for a month now. But we're going to fix it. We're going to make it right, and I'm happy to do it. Right? Because... I want my business to be here in 15 or 20 years. Yeah. Because that makes I went difference. back and I did this thing for this guy. But yes, the people in this community, a lot of them are kind to a fault. It's like, hey, man, if there's a problem, I really. Please tell me. Please yeah. tell me. Yeah. Please Not let me know. Not just a bad Google review. Right. Later, later yeah. on. Yeah. Or something. yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Give me yeah. an opportunity to fix it. Cool. And I'd be happy to do it. 
So I think yeah. that's really what helps businesses succeed, yeah. especially in West Texas. Yeah. Right. So. And I do feel like we get to, I, I mean, I think more than you, you more than me, because I mean, I could do work for someone in another country because we have, yeah. you know, we have technology. I yeah. just ship it over or whatever. Right. But especially doing work for people in West Texas, like, I feel like we have the best people here. We have we the best market for customers mm -hmm. because they are so kind and genuine and they will, they're, and they're just supportive. Yeah. Like, they'll, they care. Like, he'll go over to do a flower bed or tree rings and they're like, oh, well, you know, are you married? Probably because A, they'll either be trying to set him up with a relative or <laughs> B, like wanting to know, just to know, care. Yeah, I've and had like, more people cook me lunch or, yeah. you know, it's like these sweet people. You're right. We're out here working and they're like, oh, I have lunch for you. And I have to tell them like, can you wrap it up and we can eat it while we work? Because if we yeah. stop. Right. Like, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. So, but they're just kind individuals. Mm -hmm. So a joy to work for really yeah, absolutely I, and, and i've thought about we've had this conversation like hey do you want to move um somewhere that would make this business really take off mm -hmm. if i was doing this in dfw or yeah. houston mm -hmm. like you can double or triple yeah your income easily yeah. uh, but i don't want to work for them yeah right like i enjoy working for the people here mm -hmm. because they're kind then that's kind of the trade-off there. Right. Yeah. But it's you worth could it. do it somewhere else, but you'll have a lot more going back to houses or complaints. or Yeah, and then know. I've got to raise my kids there. Right. Right. So, like, I would rather do this and raise my kids here yeah. around these people. Yeah. <laughs> and in our community. In our community. Yeah. So. You can't beat the traffic here. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. I don't know so. if I can. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know how many lunches would be cooked for me if I was. No. Yeah. yeah, you'd be not back saying to your those long people days. are bad. Not saying those people are no, bad. No. I'm just saying it's a different tempo of life. It's a different yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. And it just like, really is. I like this tempo. We enjoy these people. Uh, we like this community, and working for them is is nice. I enjoy working for these people. Yeah, so that's awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I really yeah. appreciate you coming. That was that was a lot of like good information. I learned a lot. Good. I feel like I learned a lot. Hopefully, other people watching yeah. Yeah. learned a lot too. Um, if people want to find out a little bit more about either of your businesses, where can they find uh, TX Curbing? Yeah, so they can go to my website. It's uh, txcurbing.com, or they can go to my Facebook page, which is at TX Curbing. Okay. I update my Facebook page after almost every job if I remember to take before and after pictures, right. which I'm terrible That's at doing. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, you'll see most of the projects on the Facebook page as far as uh, explanations for how our uh, product works and everything like that and the different patterns, uh, that's on our website. Um, so if you're thinking about getting curbing, go check both those places out, get some ideas. And if you're still unsure, give me a call. I'd love to talk with you about it. Maybe give some ideas to them as well. Yeah, so. awesome. And then South 40, where do we find you? Um, Facebook and Instagram, and then also website, um, www dot south 40 as in four zero mm -hmm. metalworks at or dot com okay and then um what's your name on instagram and oh uh south 40 metalworks okay for both of them okay cool yeah so thankfully i was able to you got sneak all the, in and nice. grab them all but as a good name yeah so i um 
And ours is much more custom, but that's a, you know, if you, if you have an idea, but it's not so much as I don't know how to flesh this out. Like Mm -hmm. I want, I want this. So I'm happy to visit and talk and try and create those ideas. Cause not everyone, I mean, before this, I wouldn't say I was the best at being able to create these ideas in my head. I knew something I wanted, but I didn't know really how to verbalize that. So I love to help people do that. And then it's all custom. So. Any great idea, we can make it make it a reality. That's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks thank for having us. Coming. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you.